0: في قصصهم عبرة لأولي الألباب صدق الله العظيم وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم رحم الله أخي موسى لقد أُوذي بأكثر من هذا فصبر أو كما أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام. Respected ulama kiram elders and beloved brothers and beloved brothers in Islam as part of the system of Allah Rabbul العزة for the, protect, for, the protect, for the protection and guidance of humanity in this world is the noble and sacred mantle of Nubu'at, Risalat and Prophethood. From the very onset of human occupation in this world came the introduction of Nubu'at and Prophethood. What began with Nabi Adam a.s. and culminated in none other than Muhammad Rasulullah La بَيْنَ أَحَدٍ مِّن As as believers we make absolutely no distinction When it comes to the status of each and every one of the Anbiya Every one of them was a cut cut above the rest Hand picked, -picked, selected and chosen by Allah For a very specific task and purpose And when we take it at face value Then outwardly it seems as though the task and purpose of the Anbiya in, In this world was a very simple and easy one وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا الْبَلَاغِ Every Nabi who came into this world would declare to his people Our obligation, our task, our duty is merely to convey the commands and the, messages of, the message of Allah to the people وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرِ We are not here, to, not here to solicit funds from you We are not going to, going to chase after your worldly possessions in ajriya illa ala rabbil alameen, our reward and recompenses with Allah Rabbul, Allah Rabbul Izzah himself. Yet when we dig deeper, we will understand and realize that in reality the task of the Anbiya was a very complex one. Because not only were they tasked with verbally conveying the message, the commands and the prohibitions of Allah to the people. But these, these chosen men of Allah were required to become living examples of the deen and the shariah of Allah in this world. And that is why when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was questioned, Ayyun nasi ashaddu From all of Allah's creation in this world, who will be tested the most severely? Then without hesitation the answer came, It will be the best of Allah's creation, the Anbiya alayhimu sallatu at times, not just the Nabi himself, but his immediate and extended family and friends, who were put through various challenges and challenges and difficulties in their lives in this world. What was the goal? What was the purpose? So that their lives and incidents would become a lesson for the ummah till the day of Qiyamah. And therefore, as reciters of Kalima, La Ilaha Illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, part of our part of our aqidah and belief system. Is that not only not only do we love, honour and respect 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 each and every one of the every one of the Anbiya But together with this we allow ourselves to take lesson and guidance from these selected men of Allah. Quran very clearly, it's undoubtedly, without any doubt, certainly. In the in the in the incidents of the Anbiya a.s. are great lessons for the people of intelligence. And when we look into the vast galaxy of Anbiya a.s. One Nabi stands out as having a very strong link and, con- and connection with the Ummah of Rasulullah s.a.w. That Nabi whose name, whose name was mentioned the second most amount, of, most amount of times in the Quran was Nabi Ibrahim a.s. But twice the number of times, if not more, is the incident of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu And perhaps his link with this ummah can be gauged from the incident of mi'raj when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed through the various heavens. And he, and he, and he met, met, met different anbiya alayhi salatu It was Nabi Musa who requested him and advised him, go back to Allah and ask him to reduce the number of ummah. And that is why, when Rasulullah sallallahu underwent persecution from his people, what did he say? Rahimallahu Musa, may Allah have mercy on my brother Musa. لقد بأكثر من هذا sabara. His persecution, his torture and torment at the hands of his people was more severe than mine. Yet he exercised patience in the face of these adversities. I will draw inspiration from this and i will also exercise patience and therefore spread throughout the entire quran Karim kareem different ajza different chapters different surahs we find the incident of nabi musa alayhi salatu salam at times narrated with brevity and at times in great and minute detail in the 20th juz of quran suratul qasas allah rabbul Izzah takes us through a major portion of the life of nabi musa alayhi salam what began as an infant in the lap of his mother, and culminated in his meeting and subsequent destroying of Fir'aun and his magicians. And undoubtedly the purpose, the objective, the goal is that the entire life of Nabi Musa can become an example for you and I. Mufassirin have written, why was Nabi Musa chosen? Because those challenges that he and his people had to undergo, would be the very same challenges that the the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would face. In other words, the solutions to many of today's problems can be found by and large in the life of Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Nevertheless, respected brothers and elders, the circumstances surrounding the birth of Nabi Musa are well known. Fir'aun, the ruler of the time, a tyrannical ruler, sees a dream, and in this dream he sees that his kingdom will be destroyed at the hands of a child born to the Bani Israel. And as is the case with any person who rules through power and force, he becomes edgy, he becomes afraid. And in a state of panic and frenzy, he issues a royal decree that every alternate year the male children born to the Bani Israel are to be executed. Allah's system, system, system Allah's plan is such, that Nabi Musa's mother conceives and gives birth to him in the year where the royal decree was to be fulfilled. Naturally, any parent and more so a mother, she becomes afraid, apprehensive, worried about the safety and security of her child. Allah inspires the mother of Nabi Musa. Two commands are issued to her. ila ummi Musa an The first command is a command that is completely logical. The wisdom each and every person can understand. And in fact that which conforms to human emotion. Allah says we inspired the mother of Nabi Musa to begin breastfeeding her child. Understand respected brothers and elders and and the mothers will understand this better. When a parent and especially the mother perceives any threat to the safety of her child. Then the first reaction is to press that child child close to her chest. She attempts to physically protect and shield the child from the dangers of the world out there. Allah issues this command to the mother of Nabi Musa. أَرْضِعِي Begin begin breastfeeding your child. And and then comes the second command. فَإِذَا خِفْتِ عَلَيْهِ فَأَلْقِيهِ فِي الْيَمْ When the threat becomes imminent, imminent. And there is now the possibility of your child's life being taken. Then contrary to your emotion and your normal and your normal response, normal, response, normal response, rather than pulling this child close to you, place him into a, ba- him into a basket and place this basket into the river. into the river. In other in other words, where there was the possibility of disability of destruction to my child, this is now almost certainly guaranteed destruction to him. But the lesson for the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, my respected brothers and elders, understand well, our adherence to the commands of Allah should not be based on their logical appeal. There will be those commands and prohibitions of Allah whose logic we can fully understand, and whose wisdom we can fully appreciate. Why should I give charity? Why should I respect the elderly? Why should I have mercy and care to the young ones in our community? But then they will be those commands and prohibitions of Allah whose wisdom escapes our logic. Understand full well my respected brothers and elders, just as every other faculty of insan is deficient. As I am seated on the member of the masjid, if my eyesight is good, perhaps I can read what is written on the notice board. But it will be impossible for me to see what is happening on the next street. In the same way, as you are seated here because of the mic system, you are able to hear my voice. But if a person has to walk a few hundred hundred, hundred meters away from the masjid, he will be unable to hear my voice. In the same way, our intellect, our minds, our understanding is also limited. And therefore, there will be a vast number of commands and prohibitions of Allah, whose wisdom we are unable to comprehend, perhaps not now and perhaps not in our life in this world. But our adherence to the command of Allah should not be based on its logist, on its logist, on its logical appeal. Allah issues this command to the mother of Nabi Musa. فَإِذَا خِفْتِ عَلَيْهِ فَأَلْقِيهِ فِي الْيَمْ Once you have abided by my command. Now Allah says, وَلَا تَخَافِي وَلَا تَحْزَنِي There is absolutely no need for you to be concerned. There is no need for you to be worried and fearful for the safety of your child. Why? What is the promise? when a person will abide by the commands of Allah, without questioning the wisdom behind it, al-mursalin, <speaking> <Hebrew> Allah declares very clearly, not only will we return your child safe and sound to you, but we will bestow him with the ultimate position and mantle of nubuwat and prophethood. This is the result when a person will make himself subservient to the commands of Allah Rabbul Izza and a great lesson for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam whether we understand and appreciate the wisdom of Allah's commands or not nonetheless Allah creates the conditions in a short space of time Nabi Musa is returned to the home of his mother and she is able to breastfeed him and nurture him as a young child Nabi Musa ﷺ grows up in the lap of Fir'aun in the royal palace. And further on in Surah Al-Qasas, Allah then speaks about an incident that takes place as he is a young man. One day he is walking on the road, and he sees two people involved in an altercation. It is a very heated discussion, and Nabi Musa gauges from the situation that one person is oppressing the other. Every Nabi stood for justice, for equity, for fairness. So in an, in an attempt to defuse the situation and assist the oppressed person, there was a need for him to become physical. He steal, he still. He strikes the oppressor. And Allah had blessed him with strength and power. Unwillingly, this person falls down to the ground. He loses his life. Now Nabi Musa is in a predicament. On one hand, I have grown up in the home of Fir'aun and on the other hand i have taken the life of one of his followers he is then advised by advised by, advised by somebody that see firaun and his own and his people are after you and and it seems and it seems as though there is no option there is no option but for you to flee from the city and this town 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 quran <speaking in Hebrew> describes the state, state or the state, or the emotional state of musa, musa full of fear Complete, completely apprehensive, uncertain uncertainty. Uncertainty as to what is going to happen to him. But what is his response? And again another lesson that we can take. As he leaves the city of Misr, what does he say? Rabbi رَبِّي أَيَّهْدِيَنِي The seed of tawakkul is being planted in the heart of Nabi Musa. He says, "My Rabb my Rab will, Rab will make a way out for me. He will find a solution for, solution, for, solution for me." Understand, respected brothers and elders, what was his situation? A young man, no young man, no financial stability. He did not know where his next meal, meal was coming from. He did not know where his final, final destination would be. Yet he, he, he places his trust and his reliance upon Allah and Allah alone. عَسَى رَبِّي السَّبِيلِ What is the result? He reaches Madian. Madian. And, once, and once again that famous incident which we have heard many times. When he reaches Madian, he comes to the well. And he, see, he sees a group of sheps men of physical strength, who are giving their, their animals water to drink. And then he observes a strange scene. He sees two young sees two young women standing aside, they are holding their animals back. back, back, back. Nabi Musa, salam, despite being in a predicament of his own, but he sees an opportunity to do a good deed. And he seizes this opportunity. He goes up to these girls, he questions them, What is the matter? Why are you not sending your animals forward? The story is lengthy. Nevertheless, they respond to him that we are physically physically not as strong as these men. And and therefore, we are unable to fight for our turn. Our father is at an advanced advanced age. He is unable to assist us. and And therefore, we have no choice but to wait. He seizes the opportunity, he takes these animals, he gives them water to drink and he returns them to these young women. But understand that he does this once again solely for the pleasure of Allah. He moves aside. He moves aside. He moves aside, and then he utters those words and that statement, statement which is worthy of being written in, رَبِّ إِنِّي لِمَا أَنْزَلْتَ إِلَيَّ مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَقِيرٌ. And a great lesson that we can take when a person is down and out. Perhaps it is some marital problem that he's going through. Perhaps it is something to do with his financial situation. Whatever difficulty, whatever challenge is in front of a person at this moment in time. In time and he feels as though every door, every door is closed i don't know where success is going to come from there's 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 no way out for me there's no escape route for me then the golden words of nabi musa alayhi salam rabbi inni lima, an, lima anzalta ilayya min khairin o oh my rabb whatever goodness you send down to me i will accept it i accept it i am completely in need of your assistance and your help once again, tawakkul, he places his trust and his reliance upon Allah. What is the result? In a short space of time, one of these two young women come back. And on this point, I would like to digress, my respected brothers and elders. Mufassirin have mentioned a very important point. That in just two or three lines of this particular surah, Allah has described an attribute of these young women. Allah first references the point of haya, bashfulness and modesty. When Nabi Musa arrives at the well of Madian, he finds these young women standing aside from the men. They knew fully very well that they were unable to go forward. Yet they, yet they did not intermingle and mix with the men. And thereafter in clear terms, Allah declares, فَجَاءَتْهُ إِحْدَاهُ تَمْشِي عَلَى استحياء from the thousands and thousands of adjectives adjectives and descriptive words allah could have used to paint the picture of this young woman coming back to nabi musa back to nabi musa what does allah decide to mention to mention alastihya in the attribute of haya bashfulness and modesty understand respected brothers and elders the greatest attribute of a woman throughout the history of islam open the books of Sirah, open the books of Islamic history and we will realize that those, belie- those believing women of the past prided themselves on, the- on their haya and their modesty. And that is Allah sallallahu wasallam are clear, the warning is very severe. Al haya wal imanu qurina jamia'an, modesty, bashfulness, bashfulness and iman have been linked together. Iza rufi'a ahaduhuma al akhar if one attribute has to be taken away from the heart of a person. In other words, if he will lose the attribute of bashfulness and mod- bashfulness and, mod- bashfulness and, mod- bashfulness and modesty, then very shortly the attribute of Iman will also be taken away. And together with this, my respected brothers and elders, and this is something that has to be said. On one hand, the obligation that our women folk have to take care of their modesty and their haya. But equally so is the obligation that you and I have as husbands and as husbands and as fathers, to protect the haya, the haya, the honor and the integrity of our woman folk. The warning, the warnings in the ahadith are very severe and stern. Stern. That man who will not be protective over his female family members, his wife, his young daughters who are growing up, who are growing up. Nabi then Nabi ﷺ declared, or, or, rather, or rather distance himself from such a person. He, he is not from amongst us. Nevertheless, Allah speaks about the haya. Remember, these are two young women who are the daughters of Nabi alayhi ﷺ. One will go on to become the wife of Nabi Musa. Yet the attribute, the attribute that stands out is their haya and their modesty. Nonetheless, he does this good, this good deed, he assists them, he sees an opportunity and he, and he seizes it. Allah repays and rewards him and rewards him. Nabi Shu'ib salam invites him home. And here he hands over his daughter in marriage to Nabi Musa, where he had done a good deed for Allah's pleasure, not hoping for any worldly recompense. Allah now re- rewards him not only in this world but in the hereafter as well. Amongst the Salafus Salihin there was a person by the name of Qadi Abu Bakr al-Ansari and his incident perhaps we have heard it before. Very similar to the story of Nabi Musa. He describes his own situation as a young student in Makkah, Rama. He says, I was on the brink of poverty. I did not know where my next meal was going to come from. And one day as I exited the Haram of Makkah, Mukarrama, on the side of the road I saw a purse that was lying on the floor. When I opened this purse, I realized realized that there was a necklace made of very valuable pearls. But rather than thinking of my own financial situation, immediately my mind went to the owner of this necklace. What difficulty, what inconvenience he must be undergoing. So I make every effort to try and find the owner. And he says, as I am walking along, I see an elderly gentleman distinguished, And he is busy describing his situation to the people around him and explaining how he lost a necklace. So I go up to him and I hand this purse over to him. This elderly man then says to me that I had promised a reward of 500 gold coins to that person who will find this necklace. Abu Bakr al-Ansari says, there was an internal conflict raging within me. On one hand, my financial situation... And Allah knew how desperately I was in need of those funds. But on the other hand, my thoughts went to the pleasure of Allah. And I realized that I had done, I had not done anything to earn this money. Therefore, I refused and I said to him that you are, you are, you, you, you can keep this necklace of yours and you can also keep the reward. I am not in need of it. Nevertheless, this elderly person takes the necklace. He goes back home. Abu Bakr al-Ansari continues studying in Makkah, Mukarrama. He graduates. And a position to become the qadi of a certain town, town opens up. Mashwara is made amongst his teachers and they decide to send him to the town. So he says, we board the ship. It is a very stormy night. And Allah's decision was such that the ship capsizes. I don't know how many survivors there were. But my eyes open after what seems like days. And I realized that Allah had brought me to the safety of, a, of an island. And when I open my eyes, I see the minaret of a masjid and I make shukar to Allah that, that you have brought me amongst the people of Iman. The story is very lengthy. They invite him to take rest in this town. And one day, the Imam of the masjid is not present. Abu Bakr al Ansari goes forward, he leads the salah, he delivers the sermon. And now he is given a, a permanent position in that masjid. So he says, I serve that community diligently. Until one day an elderly person comes to me and he says, As a community we are pleased with your service. But we understand that a person, that a person cannot go find life without, without a life partner. There is a young girl of good morals and akhlaq. And I would like she is in my care. I would like to hand her over in marriage, marriage, to you, marriage to you. So he accepts the proposal of this elderly man. The nikah is performed, and he is taken to, to the house of the to the house of the bride. He says, "When I he says when I entered the room and my bride came towards me, immediately my eyes fell on the necklace that was around her, around her neck. And when she sees me staring at it, she says." That there is a very strange story behind this necklace. You see, this necklace belonged to my necklace to my father. My father rather belonged to my mother. And when she passed away, it was one of the most prized possessions of my father. On one occasion, he went to Makkah, Mukarramah for Hajj, and he misplaced the bag with this necklace in it. And he would always relate the story of the young, honest, trustworthy man who found the necklace and gave it back and gave it back to him and refused to take a reward. And my, my father's dua was, I wish I could find that young man and take him in as my son-in-law, and my son-in-law hand my daughter over in nikah to him. Abu Bakr al-Ansari breaks down into tears and he says to his wife, I have a confession to make. I am that very same young man. The lesson my respected brothers and elders, of course we do things for the pleasure of Allah. But understand that no sincere intention will go wasted in this world. When a person intends to please Allah Rabbul Izza. His intention is to help us, to help others for the sake of Allah. Regardless of, regardless of his condition, at times Allah forgive us and I am the first to blame. But our own situation in life clouds our judgment. And we fail to realize the plights that others may be in. Allah reward the organizations and the individuals who are making efforts as far as humanitarian work is concerned, as far as charitable work is concerned. But what can I do in my life? Perhaps there is a neighbor of mine who is in some difficulty perhaps it is somebody who i meet in the masjid on a daily basis perhaps there is some family member who cannot afford to pay his bills for the month bills for the month bills for the month regardless of our own position and own position and situation where a person finds the opportunity to do a opportunity to do a opportunity to do a good turn to somebody seize the opportunity and see how allah will repay you in this world as well respected brothers and elder's time has almost expired the life of Nabi Musa s-salam, and likewise the life of every every one of the Anbiya alayhi is full of lessons, guidance for the Ummah of Rasulullah wasallam. While at times we will speak about the challenges, the trials and the tribulations around us and especially in today's time. Every parent is concerned about the Iman of his and her children. Every person is worried about the, their financial future and security understand respected brothers and elders and elders allah has given us the solutions to the solutions to these problems in the quran in the ahadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi it is up to us whether we wish to use these solutions or not allah give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillah